You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. (sighs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, what do you say we get at it? Yeah, let's do it. Hello, and thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal, Sanders. I'm your good buddy, Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 100, the Centennial Edition. Nice. 100 episodes, buddy. Yeah, episode C. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, although I'm petitioning the NFL to let us write 100, yes, 100 yes. because I think it's uh, it's much better because this is an A grade podcast, not a C grade podcast. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for Super Bowl 54. I hope it comes back, man. What do you think? I think they will do it for that because I mean they were doing, you know, like the Saints won Super Bowl X live, you know. So yeah, all right. I think well, I think, you think it's they're just gonna go... a one-time thing because fifty is that type of number. Okay, I didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they just thought it looked weird to have a Super Bowl L. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I understand yeah. why they did it, but I uh, I still think it would have been much better. But next year should be Super Bowl Li. Um, but that's yeah, that's why what I, I need to get the Super Bowl Fifty Four for Super right. Bowl Liv. Liv. Yeah. I um I would I was wondering though would they go li? Yeah, I don't. I know. guess I mean that's that's no better. Fifty one is no better than li. So I would hope that they do. Uh, yeah, fifty one just looks weird. Fifty though is a good number. You got okay. I, yeah, I respect it. I, I didn't like it, but I respected it. Wikipedia already has an entry for Super Bowl li. Okay. Yeah. So All right, then, it, then it must be true. I'm trying to see. Yeah, they already have a logo for it and everything. It's a, it's an L with the Lombardi trophy in the middle and then an I. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's solid. Yeah. So. We're back on track then. All right. 54. Here we come. Yep. Yep. Super Bowl live. Um, so this is 100 episodes. That's kind of, that's a, it's a I would say that's a monument, yes. a milestone, right? Yep. So I was thinking, like we for the last couple weeks, now. We, we can be syndicated. That's that's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> we warrant some type of special. Yeah, you know, maybe I mean, like a hundred episodes when they do like the uh, flashback episode, like a clip show. Yeah, like a clip, a clip show. show. That's that's one of the ideas. So I was wondering, we had a, we had a long hiatus, and we explain. Why we were going to go on hiatus in the last episode, but I got so busy that I never put the last episode up, so no one knows why we were gone. Yeah. Um, by the time this comes out, the other episode will be up, and they'll understand why we were gone for so long. But either way, man, sometimes we just need a break. Yeah, and we can reflect to the time that you were in a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so do you think we would have and this you're the animation guy so so you would drive the train on this would we have the kind of clip show 
that is like is it is it like um uh what's it called the simpsons no 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 the other one Family Guy? The Family Guy, where they just do nonsensical... Yeah, non-sequiturs. Non-sequiturs back That was like something. the time you used to give massages to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or do we do... do with anything. Do we do the Family Ties kind of flashback show where we sit around a couch, just, you know, you and me, and we're reminiscing about things and... Yeah, you know, yeah, the play. classic one. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, I like to go in that direction. I think that direction is... Yeah, uh, I mean, that's what the Simpsons do when they do, like, their old clip shows. Oh, okay. Alright. I didn't realize they did clip shows. Yeah, they, they got an... I mean, I don't know when the last time they did one, but they had one early on. By early, I mean, probably, like, 20 years ago and it, the episode is even called like oh hey look it's a clip show or something <laughs> you know where they just reflect on old stuff and I think it probably was like probably for like the 100th episode Okay, um, you know it's funny like I was watching uh, I watched Seinfeld at night occasionally you know it comes on it yeah. two episodes like 10 o'clock on one of these like the CW affiliate station Yes, and yeah you know, how the uh, the syndicated shows work, how they, they play them all like in a certain order, you know? So occasionally you get to like the, 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 you'll, you might come to the early pilot episode and, or you'll come to the end of the show and then they'll restart it again. So like last week, one night happened to be like the second to last Seinfeld episode, which was like a clip show, you know? Okay. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, it was just all clips, you know? Right. And then the next night was like the, they were showing like the two-parter uh, final episode, you know, where they get convicted in Maine or wherever it was or Massachusetts it was or whatever. Yeah. You know, and so I was thinking about it because that, that was just like the clip show. And I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Because <laughs> clip shows do kind of suck. <laughs> right. Right. They really do. <laughs> And that's what it was. I was like, oh, because I didn't realize what I was seeing at first. I was like, oh, this was the clip show that they showed right before Seinfeld had its last episode. Right. So that was that was my idea when we were coming up on episode 100, you know, probably like 96, 97 or yeah. something. I was like, we should do just a clip show because that's that's really that's kind of the ultimate send up of of a lazy yeah. You know, just a lazy milestone. Any show that you see, and they they do a clip show. It's always one of the worst episodes. Remember, you, know? you had a problem with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> a little, you just throw in like a five minute segment of you bitching about Keanu Reeves or whatever. Exactly, arguing about it. Exactly, we would do the one where your niece got. Um, Got lost on her bicycle. You recounted the story oh, about God, her getting lost yeah. on her bicycle. It was like that's that when would, this would have been a perfect time for that because she just turned seventeen on Monday. Ah, oh, see, yeah. So see? Like, that happened probably when she was like twelve or something. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> see, this this would be a good time for that. And it would just have been like it would just have been an overriding inside joke yeah. on, you know, the, the commentary of of clip shows in general. Um, but I never got around to doing it. It's just way too labor intensive. I don't yeah, catalog I mean, you gotta, the episodes. You gotta pour through all the episodes. Yeah, who has time for that? Snippets. 
So I came I up know. with I came up with some other ideas that would have been a good 100th episode. Okay. Kind of theme. Um, special guests, nothing but special guests. Yeah. You know when they when they bring out you know like uh, like a Carson anniversary show or a, yep. uh, you know a Leno anniversary show and they just they roll out guest after guest after guest. The uh, guests have always been good for us. Well, you, you know, know it's kind of funny about that. I don't know, that Fat Pat show was kind of a stinker. Um, <laughs> of course, that was poorly planned. We were trying to like be an NBA draft analysis program at that time. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> the other day, Jacob sends me this news article, and it's about this guy. He's basically the one that broke up the... Uh, got around the whole rules on radio, uh, owning more than one radio station. He's the guy that found a Westwood one. Okay. And he, and now he owns a thing called podcast one. And that's what Adam Carolla's on. Yes. You yes. Know, he's trying to do the same thing. He's trying to acquire all these podcasts, you know, and an article is saying something about how he, uh, you know, big draws celebrity, celebrity podcast. You know, and I was texting Jacob back and forth about, that I was like, oh, maybe you get our show, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but he guess he needs celebrities. I'm like, I wonder what C. Thomas Howell is doing these days. <laughs> the two sorry excuses with C. Thomas Howell, Tom Everett Scott. We just yeah. have guests with three names. Yes, just random. But how funny would that be if our podcast was every week? It was you, me, and C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> No, would it be the three sorry excuses, or would it be the two sorry excuses featuring featuring the Soul Man, C. Thomas Howell? Oh, remember that movie? I do remember that movie. That was the worst. Yep. Yeah. Uh, funny thing is, Julia Louis Dreyfus hosted SNL a couple weeks ago, and she was uh, talking about uh, you know she was on SNL like in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And uh, but she was talking about how she disappeared. Uh, over a number of years, although she acted, she's like, you know, and I was in one movie and she's like, there's soul man, but I really couldn't talk about that because the character was in blackface. God. Speaking of which, and it's a little off topic, but I've never seen Tropic Thunder. Oh, really? You should see that. That's a really good movie. You'd like it. Yeah, but I always... I always um, hear about the Robert Downey Jr. character. Yeah. And how funny it is. Yeah, it is. But isn't funny. he in bl- isn't he in blackface? Yeah, but the thing you got to watch the movie. Like, if you never watch it, you might think it's offensive. Yeah. But like, the joke is that he is like kind of over the top and being offensive, and there's actually a real African American character with them. Okay. <laughs> you know. All right. You know, and he's. That's part of the joke, you know. Okay. Is right. that guy playing off each other, you know? And the other, the other semi-related character that I don't know what to make of is the um, I don't know who's who, but the Key and Peel, Peeling, Peeling, Key and Peel. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not sure which one is which, <laughs> but I do want to go see that Keanu movie. Oh well, I'm not. Obviously, you know, and, you know and I'm I don't not. know what the voice is, but I saw some headlines saying yes. Keanu Reeves actually is the voice of the cat Keanu. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not going. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't, I don't, 
and I I don't know any more than anything. I don't know if maybe Keanu Reeves is just meowing or what. <laughs> right, right. Um, but one of those guys does a Toyota commercial where yeah. he he plays like a driving instructor. Oh uh, yeah, probably yeah, the taller skinny one. Yeah, the taller skinny yeah, one. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it's like a seventies throwback character that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And like it, I laugh at it, but I like I feel guilty laughing at it. Oh, come on, man. Because I don't, don't need to feel guilty. I don't know if it's if it's if I'm laughing at it because it's funny. I don't know if I'm laughing at it because it's outrageous. I don't know if I'm laughing at it because it's so stupid. I don't know yeah. why I laugh at it. That's a common like character he does on the show. He does like this teacher okay. character on. Uh, if you ever watch Key and Peele, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know my favorite thing, that, and I'm not a huge Key and Peele nut, but uh, but I have seen those guys in other things. Like both of them had uh, parts, like uh, guest parts uh, for a few episodes in Children's Hospital. If you ever yeah, watch that, no, but I know what it is. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it in a couple of years because since off cable, you know, it's kind of a pain now, you know. Right. But that's a good show. But uh, this one, my favorite thing they do in Key and Peele is they do this one where it's the two guys, the two married friends, you know, and they're coming over to each other's house for like a dinner party where they come with the wives, you know, and the wives go off together and the guys are hanging out together or whatever. You know, and they're acting all like they're like these tough, manly, you know, their own men type of guys, you know. And they're both telling each other about interactions with they that they had with the wife. And and it's like, uh, they're like, I said, bitch. But every time they say it, they say it like, I said, bitch. Like whisper, because even though they're acting like they're tough, they're really in fear of their wives. Right, right, right. You know, right. because they really don't. Where the pants, it gets to all these ridiculous scenarios at first. They've done it several times. Like, first, they go out in the basement. Then at one point, they're in a hot air balloon. You know, and he's like, I said, bitch. Like, anything they can do to be outside of your shot of their wives. Right, Like, right. they're so, like, the, and it's really funny because we have a friend like that. And I was saying the other day, I was like, I was like, man, uh, that dude, he's just like that. I was like, you ever see that Key and Peele skit? He's like, He's like, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. I was like, that's exactly what he's like. Because he'll be like, you know, he'll tell us like, yeah, I told her such and such. But the reality of it is she walks on the ground he worships, you know. Right, right. <laughs> and that is one of my favorite bits on there. Uh, but they got some good stuff. But that Keanu movie supposed to be really funny. So. Yeah, I'll probably skip it. I'll probably skip it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. You know what you should see, though? I went and saw it last week, actually, with my mom and my uh, and my niece. Uh, the new Jungle Book movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, it's good. I'm sure you saw the, first, the original Jungle Book, right? Of course, Book, right? of course. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it's funny, because we were there. You know, my niece was a week before turning 17. My mom is 70. I'm gonna be 40 you know and that wasn't weird i mean like because it's type of movie where because everybody loves that movie i mean i saw a freaking couple of dudes in there in their 20s together you know yeah that's probably my favorite disney movie <laughs> yeah it's awesome you know so that music the music from the original is great do they have any of the music from the original yeah like you know they do uh 
they do a little snippet of it, but at the end, you got to sit through the credits, you know, and like Dr. John, I think, sings The Bare Necessities, you know? Okay. At the end, but like, you know, uh, Bill Murray is Baloo. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, I thought which is actually Walken. cool. And uh, What's Christopher Walken? Walken is King Louie. Oh, he's King Louie, okay. Yeah, yeah, you should go check it out. Yeah, I will. Is it is it PG PG thirteen? It's PG, but um, it is it is kind of violent, which is why it's P. Like, there's no blood, but there there is death. You know. Okay. But but you should you should uh, you should get Cole and go with him or something. You know, it's really funny. Josh and I obviously grew up watching the same movies, and as kids, we weren't allowed to watch rated R movies. Like, yeah, my parents kept a pretty strict. Um, leash on us, uh, strict leash, tight leash, small leash, yeah, short leash, short leash on us in terms of what we were allowed to to watch. And I have a cousin who's my age; we're only six months apart or whatever. And I remember as a kid, he'd be like, "Oh, I saw best little best little whorehouse in Texas," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, it sounded like, so much more awesome than it actually was. Well, especially because I thought it was best little horror house in Texas. Yeah, but I had I mean, no idea. It sounded awesome because it was like. Whorehouse. This has to have boobs and stuff, but it's a Broadway musical. <laughs> um, vacation. Uh, yeah. See, I Euro- saw all those European movies. vacation. Yeah, I didn't see any of those. And European uh, vacation was PG thirteen, but it did have boobs. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch PG thirteen until I was thirteen. Damn. Uh, I remember watching. I remember watching um, the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. My dad rented it. From the VHS store, we would rent it every, a, a movie Friday night, get pizza, yeah, and then we'd watch it. And then my parent, we'd go to bed, and my parents would watch a movie. Well, one yeah, it's so weird thinking about that. You know, you used to go out with the family and pick out movies and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Go over there. You you can pick a couple and tell me which one, and we'll decide." And then he'd go over to the adult section or, you know, the rated R section and pick pick one of those. And uh, I remember he got Monty Python on the Holy Grail. And I remember they had a talk about it, my parents. And he's, my dad's like, no, 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 no. It's good. I want them to see this. This is funny. They'll enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. And that's, well, that's your probably... dad's an engineer too, right? Yes. Which is perfect because that's exactly the type of guy who would be a big Monty Python fan. Oh, huge. You're right. He's a huge yeah. Monty Python fan. Yeah. And so we're watching it. We're watching it. And then it gets – to the point where he meets, uh, they meet all the virgins. Yeah. So he says, stop, close your eyes, you know, and he fast forwards or turns the sound down or whatever it was that he did um, that made us skip that part. And then we started on again from beyond that. Like, so they were, they, they censored. They definitely censored. But I was talking to Josh the other day and he relived that same experience. But to me, I think that maybe was overboard, you know. So yeah. I asked because it made you want to see it that much more. A, a little bit, Especially yeah. That they let you watch it and made this one scene gave it so much more allure because they made it taboo. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to Josh the other day or a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, "Hey, would uh, you know, you know what I was watching the other day? I watched um." Bad News Bears, the original Bad News Bears. All right. Yeah, the original one's really good. I'm like, hey, um, you know, you think Cole can watch that? And Josh said, this is where Josh is like a really good parent. Um, 
he doesn't lose track of the fact that he's a parent. I guess that's what happens when you have a kid. You always know yeah. that you have a kid, right? But he's like, I don't know. I'll have to watch that. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't know if it's appropriate, you know? Yeah, because they do have those situations where a guy sits down and watch a movie with a kid and then realizes, oh, wait, I don't remember this, you know? Yeah, exactly. Even though it's a PG movie, like the kids are drinking beer and they're driving in a car without a seatbelt. Like, it's a total... Yeah, they're kind of little assholes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so... I'll have to check with him to see like what where the thresholds are. Is violence the threshold? Is scary the threshold? You know. So yeah. if it's just a little violence, maybe who knows? I, I think that's I think that's a no no. I think the violence is where they draw the line. Yeah, I mean there's no like that's the thing. It's a the way it is, the movie, I could see it going either way. You know? Like, cause my buddy Jacob, you know, cause he's got a, his, his daughter, I think she might be nine now. I'm not even sure she's eight or nine, you know, she just had a birthday and I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to go see how he, was, and he was like, where he's like, Oh, I don't know about that. You know, he's like, you can give me a review. Cause you know, like they made that Maleficent movie and it was a little dark for her, you know? Right, right. You know, I was like, oh, all right. And today I was talking. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to go see it because there's no blood, but there's death. I was like, you watch the cartoon. Because in the cartoon version, Shere Khan's not like, like he wants to get him, but he's not like, I'm going to get him and kill him, which is basically what his plan is in this one. Right. You know, he's like, oh, I want to get Mowgli and kill him. Like he's intent on it. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of a little dark, and I know that's why it was PG. But I know people want to shield. Like my sister uh, was Sloan when she was little. She would sit there and watch like horror movies with her, but she wouldn't want her to watch The Simpsons. You know, and I think I guess part of it is a horror movie's clearly bogus. You know, right? It's clearly made up bullshit. Whereas The Simpsons is kind of like. You know, it's it's irreverent. It's kind of it kind of teaches you to be a smartass, you know. Right, right. So it's like I, I guess that's the difference, you know, is the attitude behind things. So I mean, everybody's got to make this decision. I mean, I, my mom was pretty liberal with what she let us see. I remember my brother and I had actually convinced her to take us to see Revenge of the Nerds. And I might have told <laughs> you this. And we're at the theater. And it was, my mother had all four of the little ones, you know, which is Josh, who's two years older than me, me, and then my two sisters who were two and four years younger than me, respectively. Right. And uh, and she went up to, and the lady at the ticket booth, she's like, I don't think you want to bring your kids to see that movie, miss. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we didn't see her. Like, all right, we'll have to wait for it to come out on on VHS, yeah. <laughs> which is what we did. When it came on VHS, we run it in, we watched it a million times. <laughs> but it probably wasn't best because my mom would totally have been appalled. I mean, because there's full frontal nudity. Not too many, not too many mainstream movies show friggin' the pubic region of a female. Right, right. <laughs> and that whole we got Bush scene. You know? Yes. <laughs> My mom would have freaked if she would have sat through. I don't. I still think my mom probably has never seen Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she didn't see it, but she let us 
rent it because she knew we wanted to see it so badly as kids. Uh, yeah, so the other night, Sunday night, you know, my sister, you know, and the husband, they had cake for Sloan's birthday, which was Monday, but they were doing it on Sunday night, you know. Um, and, you know, with family over and everything. And I was like, so what are you going to do tomorrow, Sloan? You're going to go see an NC-17 movie? <laughs> <laughs> but then even I asked her, because every year what our, what our tradition's always been is, you know, I take her out, we go out to eat dinner, usually Mexican, because she loves Mexican, and we go see a movie or something. So <laughs> I was looking, I was like, well, what movies can we go see? And I was like, oh. Because I was like, oh, I, I was interested in seeing Keanu, but I was like, I don't know if I could go see anybody. And that's not as R-rated, but I was like, Sloan can go to R-rated movies now. <laughs> so I texted her, I was like, you want to go see Keanu? <laughs> uh, but she hasn't been able to do anything because she's been in finals all week, you know? Uh, what is, is she a junior? Yeah, she's a junior. And she's going to be the friggin', she's been doctrinated whatever enshrined inducted whatever to sworn in as the uh as the president of the school next year or whatever oh all right she Ever- ran unopposed because <laughs> everybody knew she was gonna win it anyway yeah like she was prepared to do this big campaign and stuff and then she she made one sign and then they went to qualifying and she was the only one that qualified so she's like oh fuck it you know she didn't have to give a speech or anything. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's victory. Yeah. No so need. She's to... all psyched because it's what she's been. She's been. Um, she's Preparing been for that. Yes. She's. She's had her eyes on being the president for senior year. You know, like you know, you can be class president, but it's always a senior who's the president of like the whole executive council, the student council, or yeah, whatever. Sure, you know? sure. She's been gunning for that for years now so i'm glad that she got it because it would have sucked that she not got it <laughs> since that's, that's what she's always wanted you guys are like the uh the kennedys of high school politics yeah hardly they've been grooming she's been being groomed since she yeah. was young i remember one time i ran for something in high school it was for senior class president not school president but you know they do the election in junior year you know for the next year yeah and I put my name in just out of curiosity to see how I could do without any advertising. <laughs> and I don't know how I did because they don't give you a privy to the numbers. Right, right. You know? But I think the way it worked, too, was, you know, your position would be based on where you finished. Okay, sure. You so know? the second so like, person was the Yeah, so like the, I think president. maybe the top three or whatever might have got positions, you know, president, vice president, and like treasurer or whatever you know something like that or maybe it was four maybe there was a secretary i don't know but i remember and i remember it was uh father tom father hoffman he was like the cool pre- one of the cool priest guys right always drinking and smoking you know and he was the one in charge of that i remember he comes up to me because i put my name in and he's like oh he's like you weren't there for the meeting today about the signs you know you, you, you can only do this supposed to like Oh, that doesn't matter. I'm not doing any advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, I did not have a position on any sort of student council position the next year. (laughs) It was a great social experiment. Yes, and clearly I was not popular enough to to win anything merely on people seeing my name on the ballot. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go with that. I ran for uh, for for student council uh, as a junior for for the senior class because um, there weren't class reps or anything like that. It was just the senior. Um, seniors ran everything. Seniors ran everything. Okay, That's just how yeah. the school worked, and yeah. um, the the student body president was a a position that you ran for. Vice president was a position you ran for, and all the way down, right? Yeah. Until I got to be a senior, until I got to be a junior, when they were going to elect us as the senior um, student government, and then they changed it to the top vote getter is the president second is the blah 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 so i ran and i didn't get elected to anything but everybody told me they voted for me <laughs> yeah yeah see the Everybody's... executive positions i think were like that like you ran for like the actual executive board yeah like the ones that actually ran everything you know but for the class it was just top yeah see that's what bothered me it's like why didn't you? I, I wanted to just know what the election results were. Right. Right. You know? Well, with that, with this system, that that plurality system, the because um, I think back in the day it might have been like you had primaries, like you had to then the top two vote getters would go against each other, and then oh, they would campaign. do a runoff. Yeah, something like that. But with this, with this plurality system. The kid who won the 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 president who got the most votes was a huge dork, and I don't mean like just uh, a nerd or you know somebody who wasn't very popular. Just uh, he was a dork. Yeah, like he was a cartoon character of himself. Like <laughs> uh, his name was Ray Servone, and he and I became uh, friendly like early freshman year because he was on uh, – we tried out for soccer team together and we, okay. scored, we both sucked. So freshman year, you just kind of – you know the people you know. And uh, he ended up uh, – he, he gave himself a nickname, Bip. He, he what was re- it, Bip? He, Bip. He referred to himself as Bip. Like Bip Roberts, the baseball player? Like Bip player? Roberts, exactly. And that was his campaign. He was just hmm. – it was vote for Bip. And, and he won. Because there's huh. a lot of dorks in yeah, any yeah, given yeah. population. Like, there's a lot of middle of the country, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so he he won on that because everybody else split the votes of their friends or the groups of people that thought, you know, that they would made a, a legitimate candidate. Well, do you remember that Simpsons episode where Bart thinks he's going to win in a walkover? But, like... All the people that are all going to vote for him, none of them end up voting. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like that effect, you know? Right. right. <laughs> the so popular I got guy loses out because all the nerds are all going to vote. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I, uh, I didn't get, uh, I didn't get my, uh, my due. I didn't get to sit on, uh, my, yeah, my political sucks. career was stymied. So congratulations to Sloan. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, I mean, she's psyched. And, 
You know, I mean, it's going to be real good for her when she's trying to get in college, even though in the end she'll probably just end up going to Tulane, I guess. Right. That's because da- that's her dad works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know they don't really want her gone too far away from home. Or at least Mimi doesn't. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, plus for from a financial standpoint. Yeah, but she could theoretically do like the exchange type of thing. Oh, know? okay. That makes sense. Send her to Syracuse. Yeah. Get her to go to Syracuse. You know, she wants to go visit Cornell this summer, actually. Yeah, because just keep... she's kind of into animals and stuff, and you know they have the great vet school up there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But we'll see well, then, about that. Then she but, can uh, transfer. She can transfer to Syracuse because yeah, 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 at least yeah. she'll be up there already. You know. Yeah. Um, lots of lots of celebrations this week. This is a, this is a big week of celebration. Uh, May second was um, was uh, Michelle's birthday. Happy birthday to Michelle, Josh's wife. Cole's, oh, all right. Cole's mother. And a good friend of mine had a baby on May second too. His wife had a baby. Who's that? My friend Todd. He's the guy who went to law school with me. He's actually the guy that got me in that fantasy baseball league. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, yeah. cool. He had a and Sloan actually is a junior zookeeper. His wife works at the zoo, so uh, so Sloan was happy to know that. The, the lady she works with has a baby on her birthday now. So Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Uh, May 3rd is the anniversary uh, of the uh, birth of my grandmother, Rose oh, okay. Beaver. That's, uh, that's a long-standing anniversary that we, uh, we, we like to acknowledge. But it's also the wedding anniversary of Jillian and Eric Gemitter. Oh, my sister. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't recognize that last name. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm happens. I'm supposed when... to know this person? <laughs> when uh, when you get married, so people change their name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So that also, was her, it's her wedding anniversary. Yeah, nice. And today's May the 4th be with you. Ah, good one. And tomorrow's Reg Peter's birthday. Five five. I mean, yeah, five five, right? Yeah, yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Uh, and, and what's the, today's the fourth? Thirteen days will be my parents' fifty third anniversary, which is uh, absurd. Jude and Chip Palumbo will celebrate their anniver- their wedding anniversary on uh, on May sixth. They were married five six seven eight. Oh, five six seven eight. All right. Uh, I don't remember what anniversary it is. I think uh, we. I don't know, we threw them a big party. I don't think they were... I don't remember if we threw them a 35th or a 40th, and probably a 35th anniversary party. Okay. Um, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Two or three years ago, yeah. Oh, yeah I think like, May... I think my parents are married in May, too. I don't I'm, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. I wasn't around for that. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, my parents were the 17th. I always like to make a joke about it. You know, 53 years of marital bliss. They're always <laughs> bickering and fighting. It's been a 53-year love affair. <laughs> the joke being that it's totally the opposite. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the other day my mom's telling me about this. Uh, apparently, 
when my dad was a kid, probably like three or four, he had colored this picture of a duck or something, you know? And they had his parents had framed it or whatever, or his aunt had framed it. And I think they might have had it hanging like in the beauty shop that my that his mother, my grandmother used to own, you know, she had a hair salon. Okay. And apparently it was something when he was a little kid, you know, his aunt and grandmother or whomever, they would always be like, oh, look how, and they'd always be marveling at, look how great you colored that duck, you know? And he had it, you know, it's in this frame, and apparently he held on to it, you know? That, and I never, I don't know about this, but apparently he had it in a box somewhere for years, you know? Um, That it still exists. And my mom's telling me, yeah, the other night he, he just kept talking about, and she's telling about the duck picture. And I never even knew about this, you know, until the other night when my mom's telling me about it. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, this duck picture, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh. And, and my dad's getting older, and he seems like, you know, he, he seems like he might have dementia or something. The early stages of it, too, you know. And, uh Anyway, he's talking about it all the time. My mom's telling me, I was like, oh, my God, that's like his rosebud. And <laughs> my mom's like, what? I was like, in the movie Citizen Kane, rosebud is his sled. And at the end of the movie or whatever, or whatever in the movie, he's it's like what he says in his deathbed. He's like, rosebud, because it represents the happiest time of his life as a child. You know, and he's trying to recapture it or whatever. I was like. That's what it is. I was like, the old man's going to be in his deathbed going like, duck picture. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I never saw Citizen Kane, so I pulled it up on YouTube showing that scene where he's laying in bed and he's like, rosebud, and the snow globe drops out of his hand. Do you know the scene? Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, this is what it's going to be. He's going to be there friggin', and, you know, he's friggin'. Whoever's there is going to be like, what the hell's the duck picture? (laughs) 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 It's going to be this huge mystery, you know? Right. But but I think, you know, I guess in the end, everybody must have a rosebud, you know? When you get to a certain point in your life, something that you wish you could grab again, something that represents the perfect time in your life or something, you know? You know, it's really funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about... Um, I was, I went to get a cup of coffee at the, in the, um, uh, downtown the other day. Yeah. And I pulled up across the coffee shop and there's a liquor store, like a high end wine kind of joint. Yeah. And in the, uh, in the window is a huge, uh, what's it called when you like pay homage to something like, um, um, like a shrine? shrine. Yeah. Exactly. It's a huge prince shrine. Okay. I'm going to send it to you. It's actually the last two pictures that I took, so that's, that's good news. Um, and I was like, wow, wait a minute. When did Prince die? And it had to be at least two weeks ago. Yeah, it was right? a few weeks ago now. We yeah. talked about it on the podcast that hasn't gone yeah. up yet. But I'm looking at this, and this is a serious, serious – this is almost like – stalker kind of shrine <laughs> and it's got candles and it's got an altar i don't you don't see the altar because because the window is so huge okay you said that right now yeah i just sent it okay. i texted it to you um in. and in this is normally nothing in this window 
you look at you look right into the uh, you look right into the store, and you can like see the you know the setup or whatever. Um, but I was like, man, this guy loved Prince. Yeah, and I was thinking like, what? what do I love that much or what have I loved that much? And we talked a little bit about like when, um, you know, when, uh, when Robin Williams died and, you know, you were telling me, man, that, you know, that really sucks. It, you know, it kind of has an effect on me. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really depressed about it. And I remember a long time ago when John Candy died, it really shook Laughlin up. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that, we talked yeah. about it during like an extended episode. I think um, it was the last episode we were talking uh, about that. Maybe. Yeah, um, and I was trying to think. I'm like, what? What do? What? What do? Am I connected to? That like, man, I, I wish I could go back there, or I wish I that thing existed again, or I wish, you know. And there's lots of things, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, some of them are super personal, and some of them are, you know, just super as superficial as, uh, you know, block party. Or the Final Four weekend, but I resign myself to know. No, I resign myself to knowing the fact that they're gone. They're memories. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? You can't ever go back there. So I treat them as such, and I think of them fondly. And some things, you know, make me smile. And some things make me sad. And you know, some things that make me smile one day might make me sad the next day. Whatever, you know. And then there's yeah. a lot of them, and a lot of them are personal. Um, but there's not that thing that I'm like, man. If I just had that, or if that person was just, you know, still like this Prince thing, you know, yeah. like, wow, that's a, that is a deep connection to somebody, let alone somebody you didn't ever meet. Yeah. yeah Presumably, yeah. you know, even if you met him, I'm sure he wasn't good friends with him. Yeah. You probably, odds are he wasn't buddies with Prince. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but I mean, I don't disparage the guy for that. Yeah. You know, he uh, obviously loves Prince, and that's that's fine. I don't think it's weird that he did it. I don't think it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's abnormal. Prince was an artist. I mean, he kind of had a big impact on people. Sure, you know? and I, you know, and I, I'm almost a little jealous in the sense that, uh, you know, I love Bob Dylan. You know, and yeah. and I and I listen to to Bob Dylan songs. And I listen to Bob Dylan lyrics and. I, you know, I research things sometimes um, because I'm like, what does he mean? What is that? You know, but I'm not like, man, when Bob Dylan dies, I'm going to be like, oh, that sucks. Let me go listen to some Bob Dylan because then that'll remind me that I like Bob Dylan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I get so, what you're saying. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's like that. See, you know, I don't. That, that thing. I might be having one of those things because I was telling somebody recently about how. <laughs> When I was in high school, like before graduation, you know, you get the invitations, you know, and you send that invitation. You send them out to family members and friends, you know, you know, people trying to get, basically trying to get gifts, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Almost like and a wedding. I, <laughs> and I had sent one to Leslie Nielsen because I loved Leslie Nielsen. Right. You know, I was like, well, this would be cool if he actually showed up to the high school graduation. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But what I got instead in the mail, I got a postcard of like a headshot of Leslie Nielsen autographed. You know, <laughs> and it was like laughs and luck, Leslie Nielsen. You know? uh. <laughs> and then I started, of course, thinking about where the hell is that? 
I don't know exactly where the hell that thing is. That that might end up being my fucking rosebud. Because <laughs> <laughs> talking to I was somebody, I was like, holy fuck, I don't know where that shit is. It could be anywhere within my parents' house, you know? Oh. Yeah, totally. I was um, I was actually just telling Roscoe the other day that uh, all of my Final Four paraphernalia is gone. I yeah. kept the room key um, from the hotel. Have we ever talked about that? Uh, I don't think we ever talked about that. So I don't know if you remember. So so I, I got the hotel room via, uh, courtesy of the Northeast Conference, and the hotel keys were special Final Four keys. Oh, okay, at the Omni Royal Orleans. Yes, and it had the Jazz uh, logo from that Final yep. Four. I still have the tickets for that. Okay, and the tickets were in there, and I think I had a program, and I had a bunch of shit that yeah. when I moved down to Curacao, I put it in an envelope, oh, and I gave it to my mom and said, can you hold on to this? She's like, yeah, I'll get it framed for you. And so it sat on the desk in my dad's office, the, the den, the library, as we refer to it. Yeah. And a couple years ago, I went to look for it. Or two, two or three years ago, I went to look for it because I wanted to frame it and you know, put it up in my house. And, and I was like, Dad, where is that envelope? And my mom's like, he threw it away. Uh, he threw it all away. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about my Ricky the Dragon Steamboat autograph picture that I got when I was like 10. Okay. I met Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and then somehow, I don't know how it happened, but it, at some point it got tossed. Yeah. It kills I, me. It was stuff like that when you know it existed. Exactly. Exactly. And how, like, you don't think that it's going to have such an impact on you when it's gone, so you don't take the proper yes. steps to secure it, you know? Yep. Um, there's another thing okay. like that. Hold that on, let me at... <laughs> Wait, Hold what's on. going on? I gotta get something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's going on there? You know how you always <laughs> say that <laughs> that I'm like a hoarder. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm rooting around my room looking for this. Uh, <laughs> this um, what's it called? Like a. Uh, <laughs> Your uh, bag of uh, bread twists? Yeah. <laughs> this is a poster. Hold on, that's not what I wanted. All right, hold on. Jeez. Wait, just bear with me, because I... I'm bear. Because I want... Oh, shit, I'm going to break that. That's the Sandman poster Roscoe gave to me for Christmas. I'm going to fold that back up. But I think I do have one... Final piece of final four paraphernalia left. Just uh, let me put that back so it's safe. All right, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm holding. Vamp or something. Talk about Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Well, it was the world, the annual World of Wheels Auto Show, which was at the Rivergate, which now doesn't exist anymore. It's now where the Harrah's Casino is downtown. And this must have been like 1986 or something, because that's probably the peak of when I was in the wrestling. And that was one of the big draws. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was going to be giving autographs. So my brother Chris took my brother Josh and I down to it. And we each met Ricky Dragon Steamboat. We each got our autograph glossy of Ricky Steamboat. 
Mine's probably been missing for 20, 27 years at this point. It's really depressing. But when you're 10, you're not thinking about, oh, I got to put this in a safe place. But say la vie, easy come, easy go. All right, I'm back. All right. Back because it's better. So let's see what's in this. This quarter. Is... <laughs> I think there's a couple things in here. It's a box of pops of used popsicle sticks. <laughs> well, I might need one of these. I might have to uh, build a a cabin for a third grade school project. What? <laughs> So, I, I did the Susan G. Komen walk um, the other day, and we were in their storage unit, and they told us they wanted us to throw away these, <laughs> these pallets, thousands and thousands of pink walking sticks, you know, like, um, you know, like you see hikers use. Yeah. So they didn't want them anymore. So I was like, oh my God, this is like payday. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with them all? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I have them. Okay. <laughs> all right. So this, uh, that's me pushing the bobsled. <laughs> Let's see what this is here. This says Perez Salas autographed print. I'm going to guess this is Peyton Manning. This is... Oh, no, here it is. This is awesome. This is uh, like a lithograph. Who's the guy who, uh, you know, those, those football paintings... Like Leroy Neiman? Leroy Neiman. This is like a Leroy Neiman, although it's not Leroy Neiman. But it's uh, it's that style. Yeah. Of uh, Beheim and Carmelo. Oh, okay. From, from New Orleans. That's what I was looking for. That's the payday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so at least I still have that. That's good. At least I still have that. And then what's this in here? <laughs> I think this is Peyton Manning. Yeah, this is the Sports Illustrated cover from Peyton Manning Super Bowl. So there we go. <laughs> All right, cool. What I actually have framed in here is the is the front page of the New Orleans paper sports from the day after the Final Four. Oh, okay. All right, that's a it's, good keep. It's a picture of the team all dogpiling on the court. It says Clockwork Orange. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I was like, oh, because you know, I grabbed it. And I was like, I got to take this, you know? So it's cool. It's, I got it framed. I was up in Boston. Brian took it to the guy around the corner from the poorhouse because he used to get a deal on it. So it's it's hanging in the living room here. Yeah, so I gotta get that this post this uh, this poster frame. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if you that... want to drop about six hundred dollars, that's ridiculous. And I so, still got that thing just sitting on the bed, the friggin' 
the Mercedes frame in there of the Fagans poster, you know? Thing that cost me hundreds of fucking dollars and it's just sitting on the bed. You know, still wrapped in the brown paper. <laughs> That's gonna be your rosebud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Another rosebud, though, definitely is. Um, I don't know when you were lit when you were little if you ever got one of these. They would have these companies that would make like these books. You know, like they were like small little, you know, maybe twenty page books, and they wouldn't. And you give them as a present, and they would insert your name in there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there was, and I had one when I was little, and I remember even being like ten years old and trying to look for that thing. That thing just fucking disappeared. That, that thing must have just got lost in something because my mother would have never tossed that out. Yeah. And that really pisses me off to this day because I remember trying to rifle through. You know, we had this huge shelf, huge shelving in our bedroom. Where a little that just had hundreds upon hundreds of books. I remember trying to rifle through there, finding I could never find it. And the story was like it was like took place like in a spaceship and stuff. You know, it really it kills me to this day that I never did find that thing. Um, who gave it to you? Probably my mom. I don't know if it was something like. I mean, it was given to me when I was so young that I don't even remember how I got it. You know, I don't know if it was like like something that was given to me on my birthday or a stocking stuffer or something. But I know she had one for my brother, too, and probably for my sisters at some point. Because I think it was kind of like one of these common type of things people used to do. You know, like you'd get in touch with this company or whatever. My son, Joe, or whatever, wants this, you know? We want this book, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they still do it. Yeah, I'm sure they probably do. Um, yeah. So, but you were talking about dates, you remember? You know, it's funny about that. Um, the date every time, every year comes up. I think about it now because I can never unforget this date. Uh, April 26th. And what I think about is, and now I'm not really sure if it was April 26th, 1997 or April 26th, 1998. It might have been 97. Okay. It was block party weekend. All right. You know, that's why I remember, what I remember was, I was all fucked up. You know? <laughs> right. I, I, it must have been nice. It must have been the first year, you know, and I was all, I was all messed up or whatever. And I think we had set off a bunch of fireworks too. And I think I, you know, maybe we had eaten mushrooms or something. I don't know what it was, but. Probably worse mushrooms too, you know. Right. So, so like, you know, I might not even been on mushrooms. Who knows? I, but I was going off on this rant about. It. I was like, "This is the best day ever." April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. Or out back, and I declared everybody was just laughing their asses <laughs> off at me. And then right as, and I said, "I'm declaring the best day ever." April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. And then right as I said that. All these fireworks went off. Like ah. you know, they had those apartments up yes. behind there, you know. Yeah. And it was like a set of apartments behind there, and it came from there. <laughs> and I remember just turning around, I had like this 
uh, agape look on my face because I was like in shock. I was like, whoa, because it went off like right after I said it, like it was planned. Right, so right. I think I definitely must have been tripping or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> later on, Steve, uh, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. That was my fraternity brothers because he was in Sig Up and, and all those dudes had lived up there and they had set off all these fireworks and it just happened to coincide with the end of my rant about April 26, 1997 being the best day ever <laughs> that the fireworks went off. So I'll never forget that day. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Like last week on April 26, rolled around, I was like, oh yeah, this is an awesome day. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, it's things like that that I remember. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, all right, well, where do we have to go next? Uh, I got a couple things. Um, I, uh, let's see, I wrote a few things down. What did they, what do they say here? They, the royal they. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I only have one thing down. I wrote down. It says confrontation with legless crack whore. <laughs> well, you gotta expound on that. Uh, so, um, so Asbury is is you know is a perpetually uh, emerging market, as they say, right? It's a transitioning town. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yes. So around the corner from I live um, one block in from Main Street. And okay. on Main Street, around the corner from me, is, uh, is I mean, they're not homeless because they go somewhere. But they're, um, what do you call them? They're not transients. Vagrants? Vagrants. So there's a bunch of vagrants who, who sit on the, the corner, uh, and it's a dead-end street because the uh, train tracks are two blocks over. So yeah. this one particular street doesn't, it's an alleyway, essentially. Um so you can't it's not a thoroughfare so these these vagrants kind of hang out there and they're all like legless they're all in wheelchairs okay probably diabetes or you know yes various maladies right Uh, ailments of the poor is really probably what they're suffering from but they're also all crackheads yeah. I don't know what comes first, but they're also what came first, the crack or the egg, right? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I made the first mis- the wheelchair or the crack. I made the mistake of, of introducing myself, or at least being introduced to the one legged crack man. Uh, one legged crack man. When I first moved here. And he remembers me. Willie the one legged crack man. <laughs> I think his name is uh Antonio. I think I think I want to say that. So he always sees me, and he always he always yells. <laughs> Antonio <"Hey!"> the amputee. <laughs> hey, you remember? He's got one of those real deep voices, you know. Yep. He's like, hey, you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I remember you. I gotta go. He's like, come here and talk to me, because he always wants money, and you know, it's just a whole scene. So I, I ignore him, but he's always wheeling himself across the street where there's no crosswalk. So he's always causing trouble. and Yeah, he's just... It's just no good. He's friends... Traffic issues. He's friends with a no-legged crackhead who I don't know who she's got the goods on or who she used to be in a former life, but she's always got people pushing her around. Huh. And they're just pushing her everywhere. 
And she's living the friggin' sweet life, huh? Exactly. And it was kind of sad the other day because she lives around the corner from me, or that's where her stash house is, or whatever. Um, Because I saw her getting up to her front door, but she doesn't have a wheelchair ramp. Yeah. So she was. You know, she was like... Spent the ramp money on crack. She was stiff-arming it up her stairs. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was really sad and poignant, but then I remembered she's a crackhead, and she comes and turns the corner and smokes crack in front of my house all the time. Yeah, so she has money to get crack. Exactly, exactly. So I'm saying, she probably spent the ramp money on crack. Today, I had just had enough. I haven't had a day off in, like, since I was up in Boston. And I'm just fried. And yeah. I got And that's my... what really happens because you're working. Yeah. The anger you get from that. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Just so I interject, but go on. Yeah. And um, uh, I look out the window, and it wasn't so much that she was smoking crack or meth or whatever she's smoking. I'm going to guess it's crack. It's that she threw paper down on my sidewalk. Now, really, this is happening a half a block away. At the corner, close. To, they only turn the corner, and I'm, I'm a house. I'm actually two houses in, so they're not literally right in front of my house, but I can see them out my window. And um, she's always with a different guy, and you know the guys like, you know when somebody's going to light a cigarette and you put the coat around them so they can light the cigarette. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they're doing. They're 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 trying to to light up, and I just had enough. But I'd always this was in the back of my mind all the time I wanted to say something was that this chick must be somebody pretty badass that she has no legs yet she can command people to push her around all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, what's the movie where the, the boys in the hood? Yeah. 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 You're the kids in the wheelchair, right? Yeah. Is that boys in the hood? Yeah, I think so. Poetic justice. One of those, one of those gangster movies, right? So I know what happens in Boys in the Hood. I don't want to step to her and then all of a sudden get shot coming off my porch one day. Yeah. But today I just had had enough. And I go busting out the door and I go down the street and I start telling her to get out of town. Jeez. But I know it's a 50-50 proposition because you can either you can either bully them to the point you can you can either bully a person like that to the point where they back away because after all they're a junkie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a reason yeah. they're a junkie. Or you you can light a fuse and it escalates to the point of no return. Yeah. I rolled so. the dice. I rolled the dice and I got her. I got her rolling away and nice. you know just yelling at me as she's as she's going away nonsensical shit like what am i doing i'm just lighting a cigarette i'm just lighting a cigarette so i gain the upper hand but if i go down in a blaze of of gunfire drive by shooting i should call the asbury park police and tell them about and play this episode play this episode for them yeah roscoe will know who it is because yeah. he hears my rants about her all the time. But mm-hmm. um, but that that will be the reason. Like with wonder? 
<laughs> yes, the legless wonder, as we call her. The legless wonder, nice. Legless, legless wonder. So, if I get... Uh, it's not random crossfire. It's premeditated murder. Let that All be right. known. Well, we'll make a note of that. Let that I'm be glad known. I'm being uh, safe for posterity. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you about something else. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm just so sick of all the vagrants everywhere. Like, Sunday night, I was coming home, and it was, like, after 10, but uh, near my house, there's a 24-hour Walgreens, you know? Okay. And it's at, it's at a major intersection, you know, Carrollton and Claiborne. So, because it's a 24-hour place, there's always vagrants hanging out there trying to hit people up for money, you know? But usually there's like one dude or something, but I pull up in my car and there's like multiple guys. There's this one guy on a bicycle. He's got a basket with a little dog in it, you know, but you know, he's just not some dude. You can tell he's not just some dude who's eccentric. And then of course I get out of my car and right away. He comes up to me. He's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, no, and I just keep moving on. And there's other dudes out there. I just walked in. And I was like, what are y'all having a vagrants convention outside? Because it pisses me off because they have a security guard there, you know, yeah. who hangs out in the store. But theoretically, I think the security guard's there to make sure these people aren't loitering outside the store. But the security guard's always hanging out inside just bullshit. It's like, I don't really understand what's going on here if he's not going to go tell the, the friggin' people who are harassing every customer as they walk in to fuck off. Right. You know, but it's probably the same sort of thing. They figure they just... It's better to 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 get along with them than actually do anything, you know. Right. But it it, it sucks. But uh, but I mean, something happens to you. You know, we know where we're turning. Avenge my death, at least. Avenge me. <laughs> you want to hear something shitty that happened to me last week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this sucks. Uh, I'm trying to think what day this was. It might have been Tuesday or Wednesday. I left the office. I left the office actually early that day, like, you know, a couple of minutes after five, you know? And I was like, good. It's a nice day. It's sunny. I'll get some stuff done. I'll come home. I'm going to cook something. Maybe I'll be able to go out, take a walk or something. I come home, dude. And I pull into my driveway and I look and I see like a board on the sidewalk, like a rip board and I'm like what's that I walk over because I noticed that it had the same paint marks as my house and I look and I'm like what the fuck and it was part of like I guess they call it the fascia you oh know, yeah like yeah a board that you put yep yeah we're you know on the de- other side of the roof you know and um AT&T you know I get my internet from AT&T and it connects on a pole across the street and when they connected it, you know, they put a bracket on that piece of fascia and then brought the wire in here to the box, you know, which is on the side of my house right there. And apparently at some point in the day, a truck or something that was way too big came rolling down the street and just friggin' took that wire out with such force that completely snapped the wire and snapped off a fucking board off my house. The phaser, like, it was completely snapped. You know? And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Like, it's like, who, do, who, where do I turn, you know? And it's like, I, I know the law. It's like, there's nobody we can really 
blame if there's no witnesses to anything, you know? Right. So, uh, it friggin' sucks. But uh, so I call AT&T because it's like I don't have a phone. I, I don't have cable TV. Uh, so, like, I depend on having the Internet. And I wasn't going to have the Internet for the whole night, which was awful. And I call them up and I'm like, can y'all uh, do this? Or like, And it's like and it took me so long to get in touch with them because you know how hard it is to get in touch with AT&T nowadays? A phone yeah. company, it's nearly impossible to get in touch with them. Right. Like just like back in the day, you could call a local number or something. You know, there's there's no local numbers. You got to call these one eight hundred networks and all this to get through. And if you're lucky, you can actually talk to somebody. So I finally get to talk to somebody, and he's like, "Well, we can schedule your appointment from eight thirty to nine thirty tomorrow." Such as I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." I was like, "I gotta wait all the way till tomorrow." I was like, "This is your line." Like, the idea that there's no emergency service, you know? Right. The idea that there's not just, like, one dude that whose job is to do that shit at night. You know? It's it's funny, because it was like electricity, and your electricity goes out, they'd have to be there. But the phone, it's like, no, fuck it. You know? We can take care of that. You can, you can wait. You know? Yeah. So they come, and I'm like, this is bullshit. But somebody's got to be responsible for this. And... The guy comes the next morning to fix it. I'm like, dude, I think the wire might have been hanging too low. He's like, no, it wasn't hanging too low. But he puts it up, and he's uh, he's like, well, I put it higher now, so they definitely shouldn't hit it. But it's still fucked up, and I can't do that work. You know, I don't even have the, the equipment for that work. I don't even have a ladder to get that high. You know, right? And um, not that's that high, but you need a ladder. You need an extension ladder. You know, and I don't have one of those. So, yeah. Uh, I called the public service commissioner because it's like, fuck it. They might not do anything, but at least I can do something, you know? And that the public service commissioner guy's like, yeah, he's like, well, it's worth it. You know, screw it. He's like, he's like, a lot of times they don't have liability on this, but he's like, yeah, you might as well try to do it. So I did it. And then they called me yesterday. Finally called me back for the, with my claim, you know? And she's like, well, did he take pictures? I'm like, no, I got pictures. She's like, I was like, thing is, this is a bitch, and it's going to take a few hundred dollars to fix it. So it's still fucked up. She's like, well, send the pictures, and you got to get an estimate. So now uh, I got in touch with a friend of mine tonight who's supposed to call me later. So now i got to do this bogus estimate, basically. Right. right. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. It's just like, what kind of asshole? You know, I don't care how big of a truck you, you're driving. You had to feel that when you hit something so hard that it snapped the friggin' board. You know how hard it is to snap a friggin' piece of wood like that? Yeah. I mean, it's just... It, I don't know. That's another thing that kind of ruined my week last week. You know? I forgot about that. You know? It's like... Friggin' life was shitting all over me last week. <laughs> <laughs> and who's got time... To get that shit taken care of. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and then on top of it, all weekend it was like raining. It was a monsoon. So it's like I didn't even have a chance to like even if I wanted to. Because originally I was just going to try to do it myself. I was going to get a friend to help me, you know, come over here. You know, my mom's all freaking out about that, you know. But I didn't even have the opportunity to do that anyway because it was just, you know. And it's like, when do I have time to do this shit? So I got to sit here with this friggin' ripped up front of the house forever it's just it's just i'm just so annoyed you know yeah 
Yeah, I can feel your pain, man. Yeah, it's just it's frustrating, dude. It's frustrating. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'll send you. It's it's just ridiculous, and like the guy across the street, you know, he's always just hanging outside. I was like, did you see this? He's like, no, I didn't see it. You know, I was like, oh great, the one time he doesn't see some shit. You know, <laughs> it's you know, it's like. People see every other friggin' bullshit around here until you really need somebody to have seen something. Right. You know? Don't you hate that? <laughs> but but that was my week. But uh, hopefully my boy Mauro should help me. But but um but I don't know. Maybe I'll have a friggin' intact house again before the weekend. We'll see. <laughs> then it's party time. Yeah, but it's like, what kind of asshole drives on and just doesn't even stop? Oh, fuck it, I just fucked up some ice house, fuck him. You know? You know what I'm saying? I knew. Like, I don't care how big the truck was, you had to know that you did something. You know? Especially in a residential area, you're not going, you know, you're not going super fast. You're going to hear something and you're going to see something. Well, what really pisses me off is technically trucks aren't supposed to come down the street. Like, if you go out three blocks out to the main drag, the main intersection of Carrollton, it says, no truck route. But of course, they're working on this huge project for years that they're still not done. So all these friggin' cars that shouldn't, these vehicles that never should be coming down here, come down here like the buses and shit, and it vibrates the hell out of my house, for one. You right, know? right. And then now, they do, now they're destroying my house so to, to hell with them man to hell <laughs> but um but i really don't have anything more all right because you're you're, you'd like you're, to add anything else no nah, that's it you're breaking uh, you're, you're wonder who's got you're breaking up now? so hey you're breaking up am i you're, good now uh it's a little am i still breaking up yeah you're still breaking up you're still breaking up even now yeah I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe, uh. You know, probably it's because I'm both headphones in sometimes. What about now? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh. It's all, it's, it's like that you're underwater kind of deal. Oh, I wonder what that's about. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes maybe it's just the internet connection or whatever. Yeah, probably because fucking AT&T screwed me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then on that note. (laughs) <laughs> on that note <laughs> happy uh, happy 100th episode Livy yeah happy 100th and please avoid the uh, avoid the wrath of the legless wonder <laughs> I will I will you might want to uh, let uh, my inventor, you might want to let Roscoe start the car for you <laughs> that's it that's painful um, with apologies to Girk's brother we'll see you next week Good night, Fredo. Yeah. Luke says good night, Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> hey, I wonder what the hell happened. Maybe this is your next. Uh, all right. Good Am night, Luke. You're still I mean, underwater. You're still underwater. You're still underwater. Happy 100th episode, but it's a perfect way to yeah, end. Yeah, happy 100. Per- perfect way to end the 100th episode. What a right. shit show. <laughs> good night. Mm-hmm. night. Say, say good night, Crazy. Mm-hmm.